everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ella Government, the podcast. I am Abdullah, and with me today is not Xavier because he didn't show up. Slacker. Slacker status. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe he, maybe something came up. Maybe he had to, aliens came down and they're like, we need you to save our home planet from whatever. <clears throat> like, yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I'm not behind me, it, but maybe. Yeah, with me today is, as always, Bobby. What's up, everybody? How you doing, man? I'm doing well. You know, I got I've got problems, but they're pretty good problems to have. You know what I mean? Mortgage problems and you know, kid in school problems and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I really Job. wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah, but I really wanted to talk to you about this, um, uh, the masterpiece Soundwave thing, because I read recently that uh, TF Source had been having a problem with the shipping. To, to everybody who <clears throat> they have, I actually um, I got an email from them uh, recently, and I, I I don't know if they sent it to everybody or if they sent it to me because I've been kind of on them, you know. Like uh, I am like unbelievably relentless, um, especially when it comes to obligations. So like, if somebody's supposed to be you know meet up with me at seven o'clock. If they're not there by 6.45, I'm starting to get antsy. And, like, you know, I will contact them at 6.50, 6.55, 7, 7.05, 7.10, 7.11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15, 30, 16, 16, 30, 17, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, but they sent me an update, um, and I'm trying to locate it. But it's – uh. It, they, I, it says that, you know, we've been waiting for quite some time for an update on our Masterpiece Soundwave shipment. And unfortunately, Takara Tony has decided to delay any further shipments without a definite release date. Our assumption is likely around the same time they will release the Hasbro version or potentially even later. But this is purely speculation. We are very frustrated by the situation. But now that we have finally, now that we finally have some information, we want to update everyone who pre-ordered. We also found out some shops were extremely short-shipped and had issues getting any of their stock. Fortunately, we received all of the first part of our order, and in the past, we have never had any issue or shortage getting any of our stock from Takar. This is truly a first. To be clear, on three separate occasions, we received confirmation of our order, and they, you know, they go on to say it's not their fault, not their fault. And yeah, because it's like, yeah, we didn't fuck up. Takara fucked up. We didn't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And then they basically said they've been trying to. This is what I kind of appreciate about them, though. They they they're they're trying to secure the item from other vendors, even if it means paying more, just to keep happy customers. Now I am in that first group. Basically, they split the orders, and that, that's the one thing that's irritated me about the whole bit is that I've always had great deals with TF Source in the past, but like what they did was they put up the pre-order for Soundwave. And then what they didn't say was that everyone that pre-ordered before January 1 was going to be part of the first shipment. And everyone that pre-ordered January 1 on was going to be part of the second shipment. But they didn't mention that. It just seemed like it was all part of the, you know, the original shipment. So I ordered mine January 3rd and therefore missed out on the first shipment. And we'll see if, you know, since I'm pretty close to the cutoff, you know, um, I'm hoping that I will be able to secure mine within those within those first you know, this ones that they're able to secure from other vendors. But 
what they do offer is that if you want to cancel your order, they'll give you a $20 gift certificate towards another masterpiece, but there's no real other masterpiece that I want right now. Um, I have every masterpiece that I want with the exception of ones that I've pre-ordered, you know? No, I mean, it is it is understandable. Like, you know, if you're paying, like, $200 for a, for a collector's item and you're not going to get it and they gave you a date saying this is when it's going to be there and then something comes up at the last minute and they're like, it's delayed, it's delayed, it's delayed, and then you start to lose your patience. Yeah, and it's, it, the, the problem is, is that they, they, they haven't been – like this is the first real legitimate piece of information I've received from them since January one, you know. And if they would have been, I think, a little bit more upfront, you know, they would have they wouldn't have had such a backlash that they had. Like if you look at like their Facebook page, um, and they're pretty good about responding to people. It's another reason why I like them. Um, but you know, people like you can just date back months and months of people like you know where the hell is my sound wave, and uh, they just have remained quiet and has made everybody antsy. Like, is it even fucking coming? You know, like, instead of just saying, look, we don't know, we've ordered it, here's the, you know, they would have been just upfront about it. I think it would have eased a lot of people's nerves. Mm. Now, this is why, like, I don't pre-order anything, because I am, I am kind of uh, iffy about it when it's going to show up, especially when it comes to, to, to uh, stuff that it's like, it says, pre-order, I, item to ship, uh, fourth quarter of 2013 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, routine. I'm kind of like, I need a date. I'm sorry. Like I need a fucking yep. date. And then, you know, I, I would pre-order it, but you know, it's just yeah. such a shame. It's like, it just, they just, they don't give you like that much information when you're like pre-ordering stuff. That's why I don't do it. You know, that's why I say to myself, if you're not going to give me a, an exact date, of when this item is going to come out, then why should I give you my my money and my money in advance? Yeah. Now the nice thing about them is that a lot of times you can pre-order and not pay. You know, you don't have to pay till it comes in. Yeah, I know, I know. That's how pre-orders work nowadays. That's like how most toy vendors do it nowadays, where you just like pre-order, but you don't pay until the item comes out. But yeah. the problem is, the problem is if the if the day changes at the last minute, you know, that, that things get, get complicated. Right. I, um, but like I said, I've had pretty good uh, experiences with them in the past. And this, that masterpiece line, if it, if you miss, if you fucking miss it, you pay out the ass for it. Oh yeah. And once you it's know, gone, it's good. Once it's, it's gone, a, it's, it's a gone. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, and once it's, and once it's gone, it's gone. They're not like making any more of these. Exactly. I did get something interesting recently. I got it off eBay, 50 bucks. Uh, I haven't done any research, so I'm not sure if I got robbed or anything, but I bought the uh, commemorative collection of Masters of the Universe 30th year anniversary. Oh, is that the DVD set with all the series? Yeah, uh, it's got like the, the original series, the, the last series, and then the, that like 20 of what they consider to be, and I use, I use that. My, my wording there pretty carefully. Uh, the best episodes of that space adventure, He-Man shit that was like in 1990. <sighs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, um, I think, uh, you know, He-Man to me, like, I think the only good series was the 2002 series because they tried to do something that was impossible. Actually make a He-Man cartoon without being gay. 
I think it was pretty awesome that that that, that 2002 series. Like they they really did a good job, especially like with the origin stuff, like the freak of the week stuff that they did. Like I wasn't a big fan of, but like when they started delving into some of the uh, the characters' origins and how they got to be, uh, I really I really dug that. Uh, because I think I I think the writing was really good because it was done by the same people who did Beast Wars. So, you know. oh, was it? Yeah, same writers. That's cool. That's cool. That's real cool. So I got that. It actually comes with like you know like a soundtrack and you know like a fifty-page book and a whole bonus DVD and you know like bonus features. I'm a big bonus feature nerd, um, so I'm pretty happy with this unit. To be honest with you, I think I just dive into it too much. I, I would, I, I don't think it's complete because they they left out the Dolph Lundgren movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Good point. I mean, for fuck's sake, even it, like even Capcom like included that shitty um, Street Fighter animated series on their uh, Street Fighter 25th anniversary game box set. Look at what all came in that. Uh. uh it came out. It came with all the digital games, and it came with uh, a, D- a Blu-ray of uh, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, all the Street Fighter Four animated anime movies that they did, and the Street Fighter animated series. That's cool, but it didn't come with and, the uh, Jean Claude. Well, that that was a separate release. So. Yeah. Good. I understand because, like, because uh, movie rights and all that stuff, and it, it's a right. pain in the ass to get stuff on, you know. What a piece of shit that was. I, you know, what, if I had to, like, if I had to pick like a lesser of two evils, I would say that you know I would pick the Street Fighter movie over the Masters of the Universe movie because I'm sorry. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. You know what? Uh, because I, because I'll say it right now. Raul Julia I, I, is, 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 Can I just, like, get shot in the head instead? Like, you know, can I take a third option and take a bullet to the head or, like, move to, like, I don't know, some third world country? <laughs> is that a third option? No, 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 but, but, but to me, like, Raul Julia is fucking awesome as M. Bison in that movie. Like, that's the only fucking reason to even watch that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you, know, you know what my, my favorite, my, like, most memorable moment of that movie is I've only seen it the one time when I saw it in the theater um, but my most memorable moment is that they had a trailer for the Mortal Kombat movie before it and I was like this looks awesome and then you know that obviously wasn't awesome either but uh, that was the most memorable moment for me and then you go you go to see the Mortal Kombat movie and you're like PG-13 fuck yeah. this shit <laughs> well you know like uh I think that that's actually an interesting topic. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can be done in PG-13 with the right people behind it. Certainly you isn't GI Joe. It certainly isn't GI Joe because I saw that fucking new movie and that was a oh, piece you of did. shit. Was it? I had a feeling. It was. A feeling. It was. It was horrendous because the problem is you you see people getting shot in the fucking chest, but no blood comes out. Storm Shadow stabs a person in the fucking chest with his sword. No blood comes out. Fuck who that. um, who all is a uh, who who what characters are in that movie? The spoilers or anybody listening? 
Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of this movie because it was a piece so of shit. So turn it off now if you don't wanna get spoiled. Yeah, got uh, Duke, Flint, Lady J, and Roadblock, and those are the main Joes. Okay, is Jinx. Got, uh, Jinx and uh, Jinx was with Snake Eyes for most of the movie. Okay, so Snake Eyes is in it too with Jinx. Is there any like cameos like oh shit they put them in like in the back, like Easter egg type cameos <laughs> that you notice? No, that that would be that would have been written by someone who actually gave a shit about the source material. Right, right, right. As far as the villains, how about the villains? Yeah, uh, Cobra Commander. He's barely in the movie. No. Cobra, Cobra fucking Commander is barely in the movie. You want to know who the fi- who the main villain is? Firefly. Yes. That's right. Firefly. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Firefly, who I swear to, I I'm so pissed off with Firefly because I like Firefly. Yeah, but, I did too. But 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 for fuck's sake. Why is Ray Steven- Stevenson still getting work? Fuck that guy. He sucked as the Punisher, and he sucks in this. You know what's funny to me is that, like, the amount of characters I liked as a kid, just because they looked like ninjas, even though they weren't, like, Firefly, Beachhead, like, I was just like, oh, they got ninja-esque features. I like these guys. Just such a piece of shit. And, and oh, yeah. Uh, Storm Shadow breaks out Cobra Commander out of his prison, and then Cobra Commander looks at Destro, and he's like, you're out of the band, and they leave him to die. <laughs> so Destro, one of the most iconic G.I. Joe villains of all time, is not in the movie. Right, right. Even I, just though- did a, um, I just did a drawing recently um, where I took this. There's like a famous picture, and it's not like a, a political metaphor or any kind of nonsense like that but there's a political picture that Vanity Fair took of uh, the Bush administration um, you know years ago and I always thought it was like a badass pick and I'm I'm not going to get into politics or anything like that but um, I I just thought that it like and this is not like I'm not really saying this in a negative tone but I I felt like they presented these presidential people more as gangsters like in this picture than as politicians and I just thought it was an interesting look. It's a, like a famous Vanity Fair picture of the Bush administration. But anyway, I've always been obsessed with it. So I um, I recently redid it and uh, and used, like, the Cobra brass, you know, to replace all the Bush administration. So, like, uh, Bush is Cobra Commander and Cheney is Destro and uh, Pow is Serpentor and Connolly's Rice is Baroness. And, you know what I mean? But they're, like, all in the same poses and in the same office, like, it's pretty awesome. If you get a chance, you should check it out. Yeah, but but this movie, man, this movie is such a piece of shit that it just pisses and pissed me off so much. And I love the fact that they don't explain shit. Like Jinx is already in the movie, and they they don't explain where she came from. She's she was already right. she was there from the beginning. They don't explain how Storm Shadow fucking survived being killed in the first movie. Right. Oh, and Storm Shadow's origin gets fucked up, because, get ready for this one, if you're a G.I. Joe fan, if you're listening to this, you're going to be fucking pissed off, get ready for this one, according to this movie, Storm Shadow was framed for killing the Grandmaster. And who actually killed him? Zartan. Which begs the question, 
if Zartan was the was the guy who killed the Grand Master, then why the fuck didn't you kill him in the first movie, uh, Storm Shadow? <laughs> right. You you had the chance to kill him. You were in the same room with him in the first movie, and you couldn't kill him. God, oh, this movie is such a piece of shit. I actually watched the uh, first movie recently. I tried to, anyway. I fell asleep on it. It's terrible. It's it's look. I mean, the first movie, not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but at least they tried. They put effort into this. They tried to with what what they could. They actually had some GI Joe references in it. This, on the other hand, is just garbage. It's just like you. T- I swear to God, like I said this to people once the first trailer came out. I'm like, if you take out The Rock and Bruce Willis, this would be a straight to DVD sequel. Right. 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 Yep. Because like one of my pet peeves, like one of my pet peeves about filmmaking, especially when it comes to sequels, is if you have a sequel, it should be a continuation of the first movie. It shouldn't be a reason for you to contradict what happened in the first movie and make up your own shit. Right. I mean, this is like this is like Highland, Highlander Two: The Quickening all over again, mm-hmm. where they just like. Where they just like didn't give a shit about the source material and just pulled shit out of their ass. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I, I had a, I had a bad feeling. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a pretty bad feeling about it. But I will give it credit. There is like a really badass action sequence with Snake Eyes and Jinx fighting a bunch of red ninjas in, in the cliffs. That oh, was pretty that's fucking awesome. from the trailer. Yeah, that was really fucking awesome. That that was fucking amazing. And then the plot kicks back in, and you're like, fuck, why couldn't the movie been about these guys? Yeah. Well, give Hollywood a chance, and they will fuck up anything you hold near and dear. Yeah, I mean, it's not that... It's a G.I. Joe movie. It's not that fucking hard to make a good G.I. Joe movie. It's like the easiest source material you can you can you can come up with. It's not that hard. Yeah, and I think it's something that could, you know, that, that that has potential. Like if you, you know, if you paid homage to the original and you tweaked it up a bit, you know, I, I think that you know it has something that that it's something that has potential for a good franchise again. But they just, you know, they just don't give a shit. And anything that you know they can put on a Pepsi can. And you know what the sh- what the sad thing is, like Cobra Commander. They got him right, like the look, the voice. No, really? He looks. He yeah, he was fucking badass. But you barely see any of him. You barely see him in the fucking movie. And I'm like, if you go through all this effort to make this character look and sound like what he did in the cartoon, and you barely show him in the movie at all, then what's the fucking point? What is the fucking point of going through all this trouble? Who knows, man. I mean, I'm sure they they tested it with, you know, they tested it against 14-year-olds, you know, and that just want to see explosion after explosion with their 3D glasses on, you know what I mean? I'm not, I mean, I'm not a fucking cinema snob here. Like, I'm not someone who's like, you know, every film has to be, like, classy and have a really good deep story. Like, I can turn my brain off, you know. Uh, Escape from New York, that's a great dumb action movie. Fucking Commando, that's a dumb action movie. True Lies, that's a fucking dumb action movie. 
all dumb action movies that I can enjoy. And you, and you just... You can't even make a good G.I. Joe movie. Like, and G.I. Joe is like one of those franchises that is so easy to make a, a movie out of, you know? It's like you have a bunch of ninjas and a bunch of military guys fighting a bunch of terrorists in, in fucking masks. Like, how do you fuck that up? Right. Yeah, I, um, but you know, like, I feel like... I, I agree with you that not every that not every movie needs that sort of depth and, you know, you can have a dumb action movie. But I think that a lot of that stuff, you know, lends itself to making, a, to putting a little depth in there. Because you're, you're, you're dealing with the core audience who are now adults and were fans of his children and, and, you know, look for a little bit of depth. You know, and I think that they can really benefit from taking it a lot more seriously. You know, and I, and opposed to just making it, like, you know, just, you know, just a gag after gag, explosion gag after, you know, a special effect gag movie. Yeah, but, but like, the original G.I. Joe show was fucking shit. It was garbage. Of course, but, 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 but it, you know, kids loved it. And now those kids are fucking adults and have adult sensibilities. And you can play to those sensibilities and while staying true to the certain idea of the original, you know, and, you know, make something quality. I mean, if you want a good G.I. Joe movie, go hunt down G.I. Joe Resolute on blue, uh, on DVD. Uh, that was that? a much better... Uh, G.I. Joe Resolute, that was, uh, that was, uh, like one of those PG-13 movies that, uh, that, uh, that, uh... Wait, it was a movie? Runner. I thought it was a show for some reason. Uh, it was it a miniseries. It was oh, a miniseries, okay. and then they they cut it up into a movie on on DVD. You know, just hunt that down. That's a much better experience than this piece of crap. Yeah, I can believe it. I can believe it. Because it was because I had a bad feeling. Anytime I see the rock in anything, I'm like, uh, all right. No, no, but 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 I mean, that was I don't think he's an unlikable guy, and I don't think he's necessarily even a bad actor. I just I just you know. I, I can honestly say, like, I, I'm kind of a, like a, a movie geek in it. You know, like, I have a I have a, a collection of movies that is a a powerful unit when seen, and I don't have one movie with him in it in my whole collection. And it's not like out of hate; it's just out of chance. Like, it's just he has not taken a role in a film that I've enjoyed. It doesn't really. I like. I don't really give two flying. Were you getting ready to say? Were you getting ready to say it doesn't matter? No, 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 I mean, look, I don't... I just, I thought that was a play on no, words no, no. with The Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, like, I don't really, like, like give a shit who's in this fucking movie. Like, I, I paid to see G.I. Joe. Like, I, I paid to see all these characters in this fucking movie. You know, at the very least, give me something. Like, I don't yeah, care who I, you get into the movie. But, see, that's part of the problem, is if you don't get quality people into the movie, then you're going to have an inferior product. You know, and, and I'm know. just talking about from the floor up, you know? I know, because, like, they, they Paramount didn't give a shit. Like, they they hired a fucking choreographer to fucking direct this. I mean, really? And they, they have proven that they can turn, you know, 80s franchises into money-making machines. You know, and, and that's really what this is. It's, I mean, the, the whole, like, comic book world is, is what's saving Hollywood right now, right? So... They have the Hasbro franchise, you know, basically in their pocket, and they've proven that it doesn't matter what you do with it, it makes money. 
And it's our fault. You know, it's the fans' fault. Because I'm going to go see it, and, and chances are I'm even going to fucking buy it one day just to have it in the collection, as sad as that is. And all that Yeah, does, I mean, I, that, that's, that's, yeah, because that's really the sad thing about it, is like, you know, even, even if you buy the shittiest fucking movies at a bargain bin, you still pay right. money for it. Yep. Like, I'm, I'll, just, I'll say it right now, like, I... Yeah, I I mean, my DVD collection isn't, like, something classic. I mean, there are tons of fucking classic movies that I just now started collecting on Blu-ray because just now I realized that, holy shit, I'm getting older and I want to watch something that isn't fucking dumb as, as shit and actually has a story and actually treats me like a fucking adult as opposed right. to, you know... Exactly. That's, to... That's, that's my point. That's my point, is that, is that like, for instance, I mean, like, I, I hate to keep going to it, but... Um, you know, like the Dark Knight franchise, you know, like it, it, it appeals to both like people that just want to see shit get blown up and fights and, you know, you know, the, the classic one liners and all that kind of stuff. It gets those people and the people that want a little bit more there, it gets those people too. you know, and, and that's that's why it works on so many levels. And like it's possible to do both. They're not mutually like exclusive. You know, and I feel like Hollywood has that mind state. Like, oh don't don't fucking put any effort to it. Just you know, well we have this budget, spend seventy five percent of that budget on the explosions, twenty five you know, twenty percent on the acting, five percent on the fucking writing, and we're good. You know? Um and it's not just like the Dark Knight. I mean Equilibrium, I think that that's a great movie as well because that actually yeah. had a fucking story to it as opposed to just dumb action. Right, I'm just using Dark Knight as a, you know, as a, as an example because it has like this this long mythology behind it. That, that's 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 the only reason why I use it. I mean, it's not that hard to adapt like anything into like you know film. <laughs> You'd think <laughs> it's it's not that hard, but but you know, it seems. I like think it. I, no no no, but but I think the problem is like with comic books, there's a lot of fucking history in it. Sure. And you can't and you can't like take all the good stuff and adapt it to film and it's gonna it's not gonna translate well because with film it's a different uh genre altogether. I agree. It's moving it it's moving pictures. It's not like I comics agree. where you comics where you have to have a character's inner inner monologue to des- to describe what the audience is looking at. Right. I agree. I agree with you. But it can be done. It just it just takes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying like oh there will never be a good comic book movie. No, it proved me wrong, and I'll say it right now. The Avengers, the Avengers was a great movie. It was dumb. It was stupid. But goddamn it, I had fun with it because right, right. they actually gave a shit about the source material. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, and and I, and I I do think that that is like, you know, I I I think that it could it could have been more. You know, the the whole franchise could have been more, but uh, but I don't think it's bad. You know, I still think it's solid. You know, it's it's a good foundation, and especially to continue to build off of. You know, yeah, I mean, it's not like this other shit. They will run this GI Joe shit to the ground until it's just unfuckwithable. You know what I mean? Like like Batman and Robin. You know, just where it gets to a point where you just it's unfuckwithable. You can't fuck with it anymore. It's just so fucked. Didn't didn't that already happen with Batman after Tim Burton got to write it? Hey yo, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm but not, you know what I mean. That's... I'm like I'm not a Tim Burton fan. Like you know, I'm just I'm not a big fan of his Batman movies, to be honest. 
I'm not a big I'm not a fan a really big fan of him either, and I kind of feel like he's a he's a one trick pony. <laughs> every movie's got, every movie's got the same fucking everything. You know what I mean? Like I mean, like every, everyone's like, oh man, you know, we had like two good Batman movies, and I'm like, you know what? Up until Batman Begins, I don't really, I didn't really think that we ever had a good Batman movie. Yeah, I fucking. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Totally agree with you. Wasn't until wasn't until Batman Begins did I say finally we actually yeah. got a Batman movie, not exactly. fucking Tim Burton, not fucking Tim Burton's. Oh. I don't think Batman's that interesting of a character, so I'm just going to have the Joker do stupid shit for like an hour and a half. Right. Or fucking Tim Burton's stupid-ass Penguin and Catwoman. And right. God. I agree with you. Totally, full-heartedly agree with you. And I, like, my problem with Tim Burton is, like, he he's good visually, but, like, when it comes to directing, like, actors, sometimes he's kind of rusty when it comes to yeah, directing well, actors, telling them what to do. And I think do. that he's good visually, but I think it's, like... You know, I, I think that a lot of his movies are just so similar. Like you could take scenes out of one and intercut it with scenes out of another, and you know the the whole look, feel, vibe of it like doesn't change. Like nothing is like stands alone as its own thing. It's all like it's all like one hodgepodge mix of you know the same regurgitated shit. Now I kind of disagree with that because Big Fish was actually different from any of his other movies okay. that he did. That, that would be that that would be an exception to the rule. You were right, but. Big Fish is a big departure from the rest of his, you know... Yeah, because I actually like Big Fish. I'm like, holy shit, you can actually make a good movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But I mean, like, Sweeney Todd looks just like fucking Sleepy Hollow, which looks just like fucking Edward Scissorhands, and, you know, on and on. And, and it's like, it's like, oh, Tim Burton with the fucking Johnny Depp movie with Helen, you know, Helen Carter and fucking Danny Elfman, and wow, like this is so unique. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I, I like I haven't seen Frank and Weenie, but like from the previews of that movie that I've seen, that movie really pissed me off because it's Tim Burton being fucking Tim Burton, at, you know, cranked up to eleven because like. <laughs> Like, I swear to God, it's like all these fucking old horror-ass references, not jokes, references. You have a kid looking like Igor. You have a kid looking like Boris Karloff as Frankenstein's monster. You have the teacher looking like Vincent Price, being voiced by the guy who played Bela Lugosi and Ed Wood. I mean, my God. Like, it's just too much. It's just, like, it's really too much for me to, to take. I mean, you know, I get it. You like old sci-fi and horror movies from the from the 50s. I get it, okay? I get it. You don't have to yeah. hammer it in. Yeah, you think. You think, but... but he goes on and on. And my other problem with that is, like, like, like he's, he's, like... Like, Frank and Weenie is a, is a children's movie, right? It's a movie made for children, right? Like... It, it's it's made for children and hopefully adults can enjoy it because adults are taking their children. Um, but like as a father of a young child, like I look forward to those those times where I can take my daughter out to see a movie and the both of us can enjoy it. Like you know we've seen plenty of movies together. Like you know whatever Brave, Wreck It Ralph, and you know and have a good time together the two of us. It's awesome. But like, my daughter has no interest in seeing a black and white movie. Like it's it's just not to say That's it's not artsy and. But 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 that, it's that, like that's just that that's selfish. I, that's 
That no, that's selfish. I'm sorry. I I get really pissed off when they're like, oh no, we're not gonna watch something in black and white. Fuck you. I'm sorry, but I'll tell you this right now. I recently uh, I re- recently watched uh, Citizen Kane. Like I I saw it on a plane trip, and that movie was a hundred times better than anything Hollywood has been cranking on in the past couple of fucking years. Yeah, I agree with that. But I just mean I just mean like you know it's it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you're making a movie for kids, but you know you know give some content, give some stuff to make kids step up. But black and white, it's just like you know like even if I want to see it now, my daughter's you know my daughter's four years old, like she's not it, you know it takes effort to keep her attention. She's gonna be instantly turned off by anything in black and white. I'm not in. Anti-black and white. I'm just anti-black and white for a kids movie. Yeah, but but you know it's it's. I think that's that's the, like the problem with you know most kids nowadays. It's like oh you know black and white. You know it's so not popular and all that stuff. And and honestly, like I love black and white movies. I'm I'm t- I'm sick and tired of people like telling me like oh you know black and white. I'm not gonna watch anything that's not in color. I mean it's just come on. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like. Pie, you know, black and white movie works perfectly. Um, you know, Schindler's List, and you know, there, there's others that are black and white movies that that work well, and I'm, uh, you know, that are recent new movies, and I'm, I'm 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 into that. I totally dig it. I'm an adult, but but not my kid. My kid does not dig it. You know what I mean? Like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I I know. Like, you know, kids nowadays, it's like, oh, you know, you have to have dingling keys at, you know, jingling the keys in front of them to keep their attention. You know, it's like she, she's four years old. She's not looking at the depth of your camera field. She's four. I, I know. So that, that's yeah. kind of my with that. It's just like you know, it's it's just a little. Over, I think I think it's a little over the heads of, of children. And I'm all about making them reach, but you know, put it within their reach is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way. Like about most of these kids' movies that have like references, not jokes, references to adult movies. Like, say hello to my little friend. I'm like, right. You know, kids aren't going to get that. They don't have no fucking idea what Scarface is. Right. Yeah. I think some of that stuff, you know, is is so the parents don't, you know, bash their head against the wall. Yeah, I know, know, but it's just like, look, we're uh, adults. We're not fucking stupid. You can keep my attention. I'm not a fucking idiot. You know, you don't have to put in, like, these old movie references to, for me to keep my attention, saying, "Look, you know, we can we can have stuff for the adults." No, I mean, you, if you want something for me, you know, as an adult, uh, just give me a good story and good writing. That's all I ask for. Right. I know. I, and, and and on that, we see perfectly eye to eye. Like, I mean, Pixar. I think the the, the thing that I love about them the most is that. They don't treat their audience like idiots. They don't put in like all these stupid fucking references to old movies just to keep adults' attentions. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they. But now, my, now my other problem with kids' movies is, uh, you know, like this this like trend, this like recent trend, and I think it's starting to come around a little bit. But like the the recent trend, like within the past five years or so, of like or ten years maybe, of no villain. You know, or the villain is like, you know, an unfightable, you know, a, a literally unfightable entity, like pollution, or, you know what I mean, or like corporate greed. 
instead of like a strong villain character, you know, because strong villain characters, as you know, as we all know, especially nerds know, you know, make for strong, interesting heroes. No, but recently, like, there are movies that did this really well. I think Kung Fu Panda 2, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, fuck. I, you know, if you want me to hate a villain so much, just cast Gary Oldman in the role because that guy can know how to fucking play a douche that you just want to yeah, punch. Yeah, he's amazing. Hit. Yeah, he's. He, I don't. He's. He's. He may be like, in my opinion, the best actor. Period. Yeah, I know, but like, I I like that because it had like a good villain. It had like a good story. exactly. It just. It developed the main hero, and, and to me, Kung Fu Panda 2 is what a good sequel should be, using the original as a starting point and, and moving the story forward. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but, you know, the, I, it's just like a lot of these kids' movies, like, you know, and I, I, I'm somewhat versed in them because I, I got a kid, you know, but, I, like, uh, you know, I watch it and I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe, like, pollution is the villain to this movie. You know, how interesting can a character be when pollution is the villain? Uh, now, I know you live in California, so you may appreciate that more, but, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, I don't need, I don't, I don't need fucking, I, like I, don't, I don't need, like, I don't need a fucking little cartoon cat, cat telling me I shouldn't pollute. I already watched Captain Planet as a kid, and I already regret that. <laughs> right. But I mean, like, I uh, know, uh, what did I just, Happy Feet. Oh God! You know the, the the villain in that is pollution. You know the destruction of the environment, rather, on, on a broader scale. But yeah, that movie was villain. like like that movie really pissed me off because it had like such a fucking liberal message to it, where it's like, oh, we're polluting the environment. You know, look at what's happening to these cute creatures, and we're the ones to blame because we're the ones polluting the planet. You know, right. You know, instead of having like a you know a strong villain archetype like Kung Fu Panda does, like uh, you know, like Wreck-It Ralph did, you know, like you know, an interesting villain. Like I think that that, that helps that helps everything. You know, like I've said before, you know, you can make you know you can make a a, a million Batman movies, but that that one with the Joker in it is always going to be more interesting than the other nine hundred nine nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. You know, just because the two of them work together so perfectly. You know, it, you need both. You need the, the good, strong, you know, hero with well-defined, well-fleshed out, and you need the interesting, intriguing villain as a motivator. You, know, you need both. And without the one, the other one can only be but so interesting. I guess is my overall point. Yeah, I feel sorry for you having to sit through all this fucking crap that Hollywood just keeps <laughs> keeps putting out in terms of yeah. children's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I mean, I, I sometimes I think about my dad, like how fortunate he was that he got to take me to see like Transformers in the theater and shit like that. Like, oh like, man, you know, no idea shit I had to go through. Like, you know, talking to him. <laughs> And it's like, oh god, I had to sit through the fucking Madagascar movies. You have no fucking idea <laughs> how horrible exactly. that was. And then, and then for the next week, your kids run around the house going, Afro Circus, Afro Circus. And it's like, you know, I'm going to bash your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, that, that's kind of the thing with that's kind of the thing with kids. It's like, you know, they need, like, bright colors and stupid stuff happening to keep their attention. 
in there. Yeah, and then hopefully there's some there's something in there that they can take away from it that they don't even realize they're taking away. But you know that's the trick. It's just not everybody yeah. can pull it off. Yeah, just uh, I, have, I have news for you regarding GI Joe though. They are planning a third movie. I read that. Oh, oh. fuck me. Yeah. So one more. We got we got Iron Man three coming up here in a month. Yeah, I'm just like not interested. No, I mean like you should have told. Yeah, you know I'm not. I don't know. Like I mean, with superhero movies nowadays, like I see so many so many of them nowadays. I just want to see something different. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. mean, like not to knock on it because I understand. Like you know, this is what sells and this is what's popular right now. But uh, you know, I'd like to see a drama now and then. You know, too. I'm just saying. You know. Right. Yeah, and you know, good dramas are they're, they're they're hard to find. You know, especially like you know, good crime dramas and stuff like that. Like, you know, like I don't know, like where you know, where the fuck is the Goodfellas? You know, where's that type of stuff nowadays? God, I, I like I kind of wish that they would just go back to doing like uh, like film noir. That's a genre that I wish would come back to to Hollywood because that that's a genre that no one's been touching for the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, what else did I see? Um, Wolverine trailer. I don't really give, I don't give two shits about that movie. I'm like, I'm sorry, but the the first one sucked. Why would I want to watch another fucking Wolverine movie? I agree with you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't fucking care. The The second, the first movie was fucking awful and. Why would I want to watch another one? Why Why would I want to go out of the theater and say, you know what? I want to watch the second one. No, yeah. I don't fucking I don't I don't fucking care. I don't really care. I'm sorry. I don't care. Um. Anyway, I I, I watched the trailer. I, I watched uh, I watched it because I've been playing Jurassic Park Builder on my iPhone, <laughs> and like in order to get like a free dollar, they like have all these like different options. So like one of them was watch the Wolverine trailer, so I was like, yeah, sure. Um, but it doesn't look bad, you know. It looks like uh, you know, it looks like the Chris Claremont, uh, Frank Miller story, the Wolverine story with the hand and you know that whole bit of business. <sighs> just like, hey, watch this shit just just so we can have like ad revenue. Now watch it with ninjas. <laughs> that should, should be like a sequel to everything. Like, did you enjoy Superman? Well, three years from now, watch it with ninjas. God, they better not have fucking ninjas in the new Superman movie. <laughs> no, I don't think they trust in Nolan, man. Trust in Nolan. Because that actually looked good. That's like, oh my god, oh, a, yeah. superhero movie, a superhero movie that actually trying to develop the character for once. That's of that's course. a first. <laughs> that's, that's a that's, fucking that's, first. That's, that's what that's what they, that's what that team does, man. That's yeah, I got I got full faith in Nolan, man. But full I hope faith. to God, I hope to God Zack Snyder doesn't fuck this up because I don't like that motherfucker. I why not? God, he sucks. He fucking sucks. I disagree, dude. I totally disagree. God, no. I think that he's very stylized, but I think that I don't think he sucks. I don't think he sucks at all. Yeah, but style isn't substance. 
You know, I agree with you, but he's working with material that already has substance. You know, like like that. That's like that's the thing. It's like you know, with the exception of like Rise of the Guardians and that movie with the with the chi- the hot chicks fighting robots. You know, it's oh, aside from <clears throat> just, aside from those awful. two. Um, aside from those two, he's already where he's working with you know franchises that already have substance. So all you really need is. The style. I, what I dig about him is like you know you always hear comic book fans complain, myself included. Like, God, Jesus Christ, Hollywood, just stick to the fucking script, you know. And that's what he does. He sticks to the script, and like I can't knock him because that's what I've been asking for for the past twenty years, you know. And he's a guy that's like, uh, you know, yeah, we're gonna do it this way, you know. It's it's in the book, you know. We're doing we're doing the book. I don't think a lot of people would have had the balls to do the Watchmen that super long cut, that you know, the ultra the three hour cut or whatever. I don't think a lot of people would have had the balls to do that, man. You know, with like the animated short in the middle of it and all that, like that's oh all that's, that pointless shit, all that pointless shit in the comic that I fucking hated. Yeah, that's great. Fuck I mean, that's, hate- uh, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. But 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 either here nor there, it's still a very like risky move. You know, it's it's a very like it's an interesting move, man. And not a lot of people would do it. And that's that's why I like that guy. He's like he, book. He, he's not like look. He all he did was just take like scraps from the comic and just film that. You know, that's not fucking talent. That's just. I, I think it is. I think it is to, to, to turn. He, he's he is he is basically manipulating one medium into another, you know. And and I think that that does take talent because a lot of people try and and do it unsuccessfully, you know. Like and he does it extremely successfully. Like three hundred is three hundred. The Watchman is the Watchman, you know. I, you know, people when people are like, man, fuck three hundred or fuck the Watchman, and you know, I love the comic though. I'm like, I'm not even going to have this conversation with you. <laughs> you know I, don't I, mean? I don't even like, I don't even fucking care. It's just, they're not good movies. Like, fucking 300 was garbage. I, I remember watching that in the theater. I'm like, wow, I am wasting my life. And just, I, I, because he's just, he's the epitome of style over substance. He really just cannot tell a good story without the, without all these special effects. That's my fucking problem. If you have a substance issue... The, the, the issue is with the source material. You know what I mean? It's not with him. No, no. I mean, you can, you can make a good, like, you know, so, like, I, I mean, I think that, you know, any source material, if given the competent director and writers, you know, you can make a good, you know, a good Batman movie. I mean, look at Nolan, you know? I mean... Uh, I agree. I agree with you, but I think that that is a rarity. That is not that is the exception to the rule. The rule is is fuck it up. You know that's the rule. Tr- think that you know better than the source material. Hire all these hotshots, make a movie and fuck it up. That's that, that's that's the rule. You know Nolan is the exception to the rule, and Snyder is like a completely different animal. Because Snyder's just saying, well, I'm only doing what the book says to do. You know, he'll tweak a little thing here and there, but for the most part, if it's in the book, that's what I'm doing. 
if it's shot like this in the book, I'm shooting like this on the, you know, and you could say like, well, he's just, you know, standing on the back of giants, but we all are, you know? Not really. Like, because I think to me, to take like source material and actually make a good movie out of it by, you know, by your own words and by your own. And who's done by that? Your own, by your own accomplishments is, is, is something that's really good. That's, that's a rarity in Hollywood nowadays. Of course. But that's what that's my point is who's doing that? With the exception of Nolan, people who at, at Marvel, that was they're they're fucking ballsy as hell to to make a move to make to make all those movies and say they exist in the same universe. There's going to be continuity in this, and you know it's going to lead up to this bigger movie. Well, that I was fucking cool. ballsy of them. But I don't think that like. I don't think that Thor, and I'm a fan of all those movies, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that Thor is a good movie, you know, in in the real sense of the word. Like, I don't think, like, Thor is better than The Watchmen. You know, I don't think that Iron Man 2 is better than The Watchmen. Iron Man 1, contending, you know. Um, But I don't think that, uh, you know, a lot of those movies are, 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 I think, are a lot of style over substance. More so, you know, the substance is really weak. There's a lot of weakness in the Avengers, like the actual film. Like when you really start to break it down, like, you know, like, all right, so Loki and his aliens kind of teamed up out of nowhere, and uh, it just like, you know, it's just like the framing of OJ. Like, hey, we're gonna take over the world. You in? Yup, I'm in. Well, why? Well, because if we don't, then we don't have a movie. <laughs> like, that's no real substance there. The uh, the Hulk character, they spend the first 45 minutes of the movie convincing you that the Hulk is this, you know, uncontrollable monster. And then in the end, total team player off the bat. You know, total lack of substance. But it's a fun, enjoyable ride. That much I agree with. But I don't think that you know. I don't think that that's a great example of taking the source material and 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 hiring new people to kind of rework it to make it better. You know, it's just different. I wouldn't say it's better, but I would say that you know Snyder takes the source material and just puts the source material on the screen. You know, and that's just it's it's unique because no one else fucking does it. But everyone says they want it. Everyone says, like, you know, if, it's, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. You know, just don't fuck with my shit. Just put the comic on the screen. And he does it. I don't know, man. No, I, I disagree, because Sin City came out way before any of his fucking movies, and that was pretty much shot for shot the fucking comic. Okay, Robert Rodriguez then would be another one. I'll, 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 I'll concede to that. You know, I mean, it's not that fucking hard to do shot for shot like the comic, but you know, again, like you know, you got to take liberties because, in the, because at the, at the end of the day, it's not your fucking movie. At the, at the end of the day, you just took someone else's script and then you just like someone else's idea and you just you know reinterpreted it as your own. You know. Yeah, that's kind of what we're. That's kind of what everything is anyway. You know, at the end of the day, you know, they say no new art is ever really being created. You know, I don't want to get too philosophical, but, uh, you know, nobody's really creating original ideas. It's all based on on something else or comes from the same archetypes from, you know, trace back to fucking forever ago. Bible shit. 
or whatever. <sighs> anyway, I think fucking I think Snyder with Nolan, I think it's a good, good team. And I and and I don't see a whole lot of that Snyder over the top style in the trailers. Yeah, but trailers lie. That's they true. fucking lie. <laughs> That's true. That's true, but I'm just saying that's a lot of style to try to cover up that Snyder over the top style. I know. But you know what? Like, I can't really judge anything after, like, I've seen the fucking movie myself, so I really can't, like. Of course. I'm not like, I'm not going to see it and say, oh, this movie sucks when I haven't even fucking seen it. Of course. Of course. It's all just, you know. Predicting the future. Predicting the future. But I, I think that, uh, I think it's going to be good. I, like I said, man, I trust in Nolan. If, like, Nolan called me up and was like, hey, man, I want to watch your kid, I'd be like, mm, you know what? I think you'll do a good job. <laughs> God, that's always a pain in the ass. That's always, like, a pain in the ass, isn't it? Like, trying to find good babysitters to babysit oh, your fucking God. kids. It's, it's <laughs> lame, I pretty much don't go outside of family. Really? You're never, you're never comfortable, dude. Like, you know, like, every now and then there'll be, like, the kid that, you know, the neighbors use or whatever, but then you're like, yeah, we should do that sometime. But then the time when then push comes to shove and you're like, nah, I don't want somebody I don't know in my house, and I don't want somebody I don't know watching my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those things, man. Like, even though, it, because you're like, oh, my God, do I can I trust this person? And then you go up to them and they're like, look. She likes this. You gotta <laughs> yeah. do this by this time. I'll tell you gotta be so better, better. I don't. I don't know. Do you have kids? No, I'm not. I'm not married. Well, uh, well, you know, not that that matters anymore. But I'll, I'll tell you, like one, um, one interesting thing though that like I've, I have found in my parenting experience is like, you know, you're like, fuck, dude, like, oh my god, I want to get out. I want to get out. I want a night out. I want. I need a night away from the responsibilities. I need a night away from you know constantly being touched and jumped on, and you know, just need a night off. Then you get your night off, you're out for like 30 minutes, and you're like, uh, I miss her, let's go back home. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's a very weird like paradigm. And because, but, I get, because, because like you're so used to having people around screaming and yelling. Yeah, and, and it's just like, you know, like, <laughs> and you're just like, man, like, you like feel bad that like she's not out with you, your kid's not out with you. Enjoy. I mean, maybe that's just me. I know a lot, of, a lot of people are like, man, to hell with that, night out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happier if my wife stays home and then I just get to go out and then I feel like she, you know, everything's as it should be. Hmm. You know, that's that's kind of family life in a nutshell, isn't it? Like, you know, you can't stand your kids when they're around you, but then you, you when they're not around you, you're like, God damn, I miss them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Also, like, like you know, like exposing her to all this, you know, the the nerd world and God, you know, you should really just like if you're tired of sitting through most of the modern crap, just like pick up old like Disney DVDs and just like say, "Look, this is what I watched as a kid." You're gonna oh, yeah. fucking oh, yeah. watch. trust me. <laughs> my my kid has seen the entire Transformers G1. Um, she's seen, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, 
Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Hercules, uh, Ichabod and Mr. Toad, and um, A Flight of Dragons. I don't even know if you remember that shit. Um, but this company made like two movies, Flight of Dragons for the boys and The Last Unicorn for the girls. Um, and they were like kind of like fantasy type movies, like, you know, Lord of the Rings-esque I've heard of The Last Unicorn, but I haven't heard of Flight of Dragons. Yeah, it's a very obscure movie. I recommend it to anybody out there. It's, it's a very obscure movie, but it's very cool. Uh, James Earl Jones actually does the voice for the villain. Um, <laughs> it's a but it, it's it's a it's a it's a very like it's a very obscure movie, but it's very cool. And uh, it, it also like there's things in there. I'm like, God, man, I can't believe like you know from watching the movies with my kids now or my kid now. I'm like, I can't believe that they got away with this shit back then. Like, uh, there's a scene where this evil dragon, like, picks up this guy and, like, takes off. And, you know, when he's in flight, he's going to drop, he intends on dropping this this human from, like, you know, whatever, a mile high or whatever he is. And, uh, and he, like, looks down at the human and he's like, he's like, may these rocks crush your skull and, like, throws them down to earth. It's like, that shit would never happen now. I don't know. They can you can get away with a lot more stuff with the PG rating than you can with a G rating. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, uh, this went from an evil dragon saying "May the rocks crush your skull" to penguins dancing pollution away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh God! You, if, you, if you like, if you like. <laughs> Penguins dan- dancing the pollution away. That's the name of the episode title. <laughs> That's what it should be. All right, man. That's a good episode title. <laughs> but like you know, like that's 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 how coddled, you know, the content has become. But anyway, it's it's, it's interesting, and uh, John Ritter is in it. It's very bizarre, like cast, but uh. It's cool, man. It's very cool. But she's watched like all that shit. You know, she she just actually this morning watched Last Unicorn. Um, what else? Does she, you know, like all this, all the old classics, man. If you want to give them watched, night, the what? Oh, oh, if you want to like give them nightmares, have them watch like the Black Cauldron. Oh, she, <laughs> watches she watches it all the time. She watches it all the time. Really? That villain, man. That yep. villain oh, yeah, is it, fucking it, it, creepy it, as shit. Yep. Yeah, and it used to it used to freak her out a little bit, but like, like you know, she's totally into it. She's totally into it. And um, I should have her. I should have her come in here and 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 like you know, just give riddle off these names. But like, yeah, like Black Cauldron, she watches, and uh, I don't know, man. There's a whole bunch of them. You know, you know what freaks her out more? Like the Nightmare Before Christmas freaks her out more, like than the Black Cauldron. Like the, the Boogeyman, like freaks her out more. Oh, because like, when when he gets ripped up, he's all uh, yep, bugs. Yep. God, yeah, that's like, creepy. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like that man made of bugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she's seen you know she's seen all that old stuff. And, like you know, I definitely expose her to her because like I, I just think it's I just think it's more interesting material. You know, I think the Black Cauldron is more interesting than you know um, Madagascar. Well, you should watch like the you should watch like the Secret of Nim because that's like a fucking amazing movie. Yeah, we have that. We have that. She has not seen it yet. Um, we have uh, that. She, she should fucking see it. <laughs> yeah, which I should. Maybe I. Uh, maybe when I get off. Maybe when I get off here, I'll sit her down. Actually, we should probably get outside. The weather's starting to break out here on the east coast. You know, it's, you know, we 
was pretty cold. Wet, you know, it just it, the weather has just started breaking for us. So I should get her ass outside. So I should do. And, and for social services employees listening, I did not say her ass. I you misheard it. <laughs> you're gonna go outside. You're gonna fucking right. love it. <laughs> right. Silence. Yeah. It might have been. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. Like, uh, well, like we're already an hour. Like we're already an hour in, so I feel like you want to end it now. You know. Yeah, let's let's call this thing. I think we're beating the dead horse at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's April first. It's April Fools. You know. True. True. <laughs> I think I think that's the. I think you didn't show up. Yeah, it's an April Fools joke. <laughs> I swear to God, if I if like when we stop recording and he fucking shows up, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. I'm I'm really gonna be so fucking pissed if that happens. Yeah. Find out what's going on, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, I got I got nothing else. I mean, like this was like this is like one of those episodes where we did I didn't have anything to come up with so we just like I said to Bobby you know just like let's shoot let's shoot the shit for like a, an hour and you know see what happens and we got some pretty good material I we think did. penguins and dragons and He-Man and G.I. Joe and Hollywood plight trying to fix all of Hollywood's problems via Skype <laughs> <laughs> I have the power. Yeah. Then he holds aloft his mighty sword. Right. So. All right. Farewell, Bobby, from uh, Defending Our Missing Heroes. Thanks for having me, uh, as always. And will you be next here time. next week? I will. I will. This Monday, next Monday, and then I work the following Monday. Awesome. So Bobby's officially part of the Yellow Governor crew. So, congrats. <laughs> My pleasure. And that's all for us today, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Take care.